0: It is hour three of the daily tip from BQL, presented by BetMGM on a Women of Wagertainment Wednesday. Good morning to you, live across the country from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the East. I'm Michael Jenkins. She is Chelsea Messenger. In our final hour, can the Grizzlies bring the heat to Miami? Yeah i think we all know better we will hand out our favorite pixelines and leans on today's nba card however at 8 20. find out who BetQL's kate constable is betting on as we continue on this midweek edition then it is our best bets along with the dongster at 8 40. chelsea do you have a stanley cup are you aware I don't. of this i mean what am i i have a stanley cup and i think most people are aware of the trend that has this red hot trend behind people purchasing Stanley Cups. I did not buy it for myself. The lovely Catherine got it for me as a gift. i would not heard of a Stanley Cup. I like my Stanley Cup. It's great. But I don't understand, like a lot of older people, the craze behind it. Because reportedly, there is a 16-year-old girl in Alabama, and her parents have spent $3,000 to get this young woman every single variety of Stanley Cup. And now, because there's all sorts of varieties, sizes, you have companies jumping in on this, like Starbucks had a limited edition Starbucks plus Stanley Cup in pink. They don't sell it anymore. So now in the secondary markets, like on eBay right now, I'm looking at one right now, Stanley plus Starbucks exclusive 2024 pink tumbler. Selling for $400. What? You see this right here? This is not my Stanley Cup. This is my travel cup when I come to work every morning. This cost me $16 on eBay. Look at the label. There is no label. It's a black tumbler with a white top. I, I like my Stanley Cup. It's cool. But I am... Would you ever spend hundreds of dollars on a large tumbler? These kids need to educate me. I don't get it.
1: Well, I think that's the problem. Is it is kids who are following a trend. You could replace yeah. this with just about, you know, whatever fad was popular at the time and you say, "I don't get it." Yeah, because it's a fad. Here's the thing about Stanley cups yeah. though. I can understand buying one because they mm-hmm. are supposed to be really durable and, you know, they last forever but wouldn't you just need one like why would you collect them like that's what i don't understand it's not like they're like yeah. super fascinating to look at in fact they're really heavy they would take up a lot of space in your house but it feels like yeah. okay you splurged to get one but why on earth would you get more than one
0: i don't know i really don't know i have no clue i don't under i mean they're cool they're cool looking I get that, and you can find different styles whatsoever, and it's nice, but the idea that I need more than one or that I would spend hundreds of dollars on something I'm just going to drink from, it just comes down to the point where I feel like, you know what, I bet I could find a better place to put my money, something that's a little more beneficial, and why would you need more? Maybe one day there'll be collector's items, and I'll be in the wrong. No, they won't. But
1: Like the (laughs) Nalgene bottles? Like, you know, some of the other Tumblr cups. Like, I don't even remember, yeah. was it Turvis? Because we have had oh, these yeah. trendy cups over the years, and none of them have had really much staying power. Mm-hmm. Like, the drinks and the cups still work. Like, nobody has ever que- uh, questioned their functionality. It's just they mm-hmm. are not in with the influencers and the kids. But you're, I feel like it is one thing for kids to make these dumb decisions because yeah. think about it. When you were younger was there ever an item that like one of the popular kids had or like everybody had that you said to yourself, okay, maybe if I get this, I'll be cool. Because when you're a kid, you are so impressionable and everything means so much, you know, when it comes to being like a follower. Because I did this before. I remember I bought an inflatable couch for my room because inflatable okay. furniture was all the rich. And I was like, I've got to get one yeah. of those. Was this a good decision? No. Is inflatable furniture a good investment? Hell no. But everybody was doing it, so I did it. Yeah. Kids do these type of things.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. How much did that bad boy set you back, by the way?
1: I mean, it was like maybe $13 at Spencer's. Like, it wasn't oh. a big investment. Like, at the time, $13 <laughs> Spencers. is a lot. When you're in, like, sixth grade.
0: <laughs> no, that's, still, true. Like, that's true. That's true.
1: Can you imagine my mom is like, I want an inflatable couch. And you're like, sure, sweetie. <laughs> that's <laughs> like,
0: what you want. That's like when bean bags were all the rage. I was like, I need a bean bag. I've got to have a bean those bag. Those are still but awesome. Still, yeah. Be- well, that's true. Bean bags are awesome. They stand the test of time. At the same time, I wasn't like, hey, I'll drop $300 on this bean. It's a bean bag. So I don't know. I got my one Stanley cup. And my Stanley Cup is worthless because it's engraved. Catherine had it engraved for me as a oh sweet God. anniversary gift. So I mean it's not worthless. It means it's it's priceless to me.
1: <laughs> You've never been influenced on anything, Jenks though. Think about it. Have you ever been influenced?
0: Yeah, once on TikTok. It was about three or four months ago. And I've talked about how I have really high anxiety. And it's 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 it's, it's a crippling issue sometimes. And and so some guy was talking about how he was taking a bunch of magnesium and how as someone who has, you know, been sent to doctors and dealt with this, I was in a study mm-hmm. at the University of Texas a long time ago. And so he's like, hey, I've been taking these magnesium supplements. It cost you like 25, 30 bucks on Amazon for a month's supply. I don't have any anxiety anymore. And I did some research, and magnesium does help with anxiety, and I thought, well, for $30 for, for a month's supply for a vitamin, I'm willing to try this if it helps curb these feelings of me? angst that I have. Oh. Well, guess what? It didn't help at all. So it cost me 30 okay. It was worth a shot, I guess. But at the same time, I wasn't going out and spending hundreds of dollars on something that I didn't research. So I feel like it's a little bit different.
1: I'm not sure what's going on with the audio over there, but that sounded kind of weird. But you're right. Uh, so... Jenks, it sounded like you were on fast forward. So I don't know if everybody heard that, but it was very odd. Uh, But you're right. I think if it's something that you are trying to better yourself and it's risk reward, like if it's 30 bucks, you got 30 bucks to spend. I think it's worth it. That's the thing with the big cups. Like, do I look stupid with this huge cup? It's not even a Stanley cup, but I am buying into the trend because it makes me drink more water. I have noticed since I got this cup, I'm drinking (laughs) more water. So, you know, something good has come of it.
0: Man, that you're going to be, Chelsea, that thing is, that's like a that's like a city's water tower. That thing is huge. What's that called? A RoboCup? What is that? That's not a Stanley Cup. Well, it Robo looks Cup. especially
1: big because it's like, you know, the camera angle, but it's 32 ounces. It's like a big okay. gulp. And I've had a big gulp of Slurpee before. So God forbid I have a big gulp of water, like 32 ounces. Nobody needs a Slurpee that size, but I've done that before too.
0: Well, it's time for you to take a big gulp and give us some NBA winners, Chelsea. So let's start with the Grizz and the Heat. The Heat are laying nine and a half points. The Grizz are minus, or the Heat, I should say, minus 450 on the money line. The Grizz plus 350 total set at 212 and a hook. What is the play here?
1: I was looking at the injury report for Memphis and I was like, who's even scoring the points? Because we knew that Ja Morant was out for a while, and I was like, okay, well, Desmond Bain can take over the scoring. Uh, Desmond Bain's out too. So I looked at their last game. It is simply Jaron Jackson Jr. And I will say the Grizzlies won a game outright against Toronto last time around as seven-point dogs. So maybe they deserve some credit here, a team that's getting a ton of points and you know, mm-hmm. a team that maybe has some fight left. But I just feel like I can't make much of a case for the Grizzlies. Again, what is their scoring punch? Maybe the matchup here is actually a better one because when you go against those defensive-minded teams and the, the game is a little bit more low, lower scoring, like say if the Grizzlies were going against the Bucks, there is no way that they would keep up offensively speaking. But maybe since it's the Heat, you got a punching chance? I don't know. This is a lot of points. So uh, I'm not really looking at a side here. I was like, oh, we'll just play the under, right? No, it's yeah. two twelve and a half. What a low number. I think that That's would be low. my leaning though, is would be the under. Like if I had to play something in this game, it would be the under, but two twelve and a half. Ugh.
0: Uh yeah, I'm the same way. I guess I would lean heat, but also at the same time, I was trying to in my head think about what this number would be. I did not think it would be nine and a half. I thought, all right, we're looking at maybe six and a half, maybe seven here. So this is a really high number for a Heat team that isn't exactly explosive. Now, I do think it's a good bounce back spot for Miami because the last time we saw them, they were embarrassed by the magic on Sunday night. Scored a season low. Jimmy Butler only had 15 points in that game. So I like this spot for Miami. They've covered in five of their last seven. But man, nine and a half points. Still a big number. I would lean Heat. And to the under as well. But this is a no play for me. How about this from the Cavaliers at the Bucks? Bucks laying six and a half points. Bucks minus 275 on the money line. Cavs plus 220. Total 235 and a hook right now. The Bucks still looking for a new head coach after firing Adrian Griffin yesterday, just 43 games into the season. I don't know how you work this into your handicap. I tend to think that the Bucks, or I'm sorry, I tend to think the Cavaliers are the right side here. Bucks are laying six and a half points. I, I would take the Cavaliers getting six and a half based on the upheaval in Milwaukee because we don't know how the Bucs are going to respond. But also, you can make the case that they come out like gangbusters because it's a fresh start for them. I don't know how to play this one.
1: This number is kind of tricky. Even though I would lean towards mm-hmm. Cleveland here, the hotter team. Cleveland has won eight Straight games covering in seven of those. So a team that's been undervalued despite this big uh, win streak. And if you look during that winning streak, they did beat Milwaukee 135 to 95. I feel like Giannis maybe didn't play in that game, but still a team that's two and one straight up and against the number in their last three matchups against Milwaukee. A defensive minded tough team going into team that doesn't really play any defense. So maybe, you know, that's the X factor there. And plus you're getting, Mm -hmm. you know, six and a half points uh, or whatever this line is right now. So I would lean towards the Cavs and the points, but I'm not sure if the drama factor really plays into the handicap here. If this was a college team, I think that would be the case, but it's the NBA and I feel like the players kind of rule the roost. Is that how Mm -hmm. you feel about – you know, the difference between a coaching change in the NBA as opposed to college?
0: Yeah, absolutely. The players definitely have more influence, particularly the superstar players. But I do find it interesting that we haven't heard any of the players complaining. I'll go back to the fact that this is Milwaukee's own fault. I said last year that I thought they overreacted in a big way when they fired a coach who had won an NBA title and Mike Budenholzer, and by the way, they got beaten. Remember how absolutely scorching hot how great Miami was playing at the end of the year last year, went all the way to the finals? Yeah, they lost to the Heat. Then they trade for Dame. Okay, good for you. You give away your best defensive player, Drew Holiday, and then you wonder, oh, our defense isn't any good. Well, you you downgraded at head coach and got rid of your best defensive player for another superstar. What did you think was going to happen? So, Bucks are still a great team, but I wonder how much they can improve over the course of a game or two. It's going to take a while for this to sort of suss out. So because of that, guess what? I'm going to stay with the Bucks or the Cavaliers, I should say. Okay, Suns at the Mavericks. Suns laying a point and a half. The Suns are minus 120 on the money line. The Mavs are even money. Total set at 240 and a half. This seems a little short, Chelsea, but it is in Dallas. How are you playing this one?
1: God, do we ever play the Suns on the show? I don't think we have ever Nothing had nope. a best bet involving the Suns. It just feels like a team that you are playing with fire when it comes to the Suns, you know, aptly speaking, with their mascot, because you never know which team you're going to get. Lately, it has been all sunshine and rainbows uh, for the team out in the desert with uh, six straight wins rattling off, uh, but not covering the number in most of those, yeah. only covering in two of those games. It's a short number, like you said. Dallas has kind of been on a skid lately, but playing some good teams, losses to the Pelicans, the Celtics, and the Lakers, that was kind of a bad loss, but still uh, losing to some good teams. Maybe a lean towards the the Suns here, but I don't know. I don't think I can trust them. They have not been that great away from home. They do have a winning record at 11-7, and seven. Um, but I don't know. I don't have a strong read here.
0: You know what I want to do? I want to play the Kevin Durant points prop. Now, it's probably going to be jacked up. But, man, we talked about if you're going to face a fellow superstar, Kevin Durant is facing not just Luka, but also Kyrie Irving, his former teammate. And who performs best in these spots? Guys who are petty. There is no more of a petty player in the NBA than Kevin Durant. I think he goes off tonight. He puts on a show. Plus, the total is 240 and a hook. You can expect a lot of points. I say KD. Oh, only 29 and a hook. Let's go over for KD and Big D. Coming up next, has Kate Constable made her picks for championship weekend in the NFL? The host of The Better Angle is next. It is a Daily Tip from Becky L presented by BetMGM. Great to have you with us on Wednesday. Come on back.
2: Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL network.
0: is presented by our good friends at BetMGM. I'm Jake. She's Chelsea. Kate Constable coming your way in moments. The host of The Better Angle. Chelsea, I've been meaning to get to this story because we are going to talk about championship weekend in the National Football League. And good on Buffalo fans for supporting Tyler Bastard, kicker, who of course missed that potentially game-tying kick over the weekend against the Chiefs. And he had to deactivate his social media immediately because what happens? These losers come in start threatening him, sending him all sorts of nasty messages because there's a lot of adult losers out there. If you don't have anything better to do with your time, then look up the Instagram account of a pro athlete and send him a threatening message. You are the real loser. Well, Tyler Bass is very closely associated with a cat shelter in Buffalo, the 10 Lives Club. So they hosted... We stand with Tyler Bass. Don't bully our friend. Tyler Bass had to deactivate his social media, but not the 10 Lives Club. So Buffalo fans said, you know what? Here's how we can support Tyler Bass and show him some love. The Buffalo fans, the NFL fans who are not losers. And now they have raised more than $100,000 for this cat rescue organization in Buffalo as a show of support. For Tyler Bass so what started off as a story that I can't stand which is when athletes have to step away have to deactivate Twitter Instagram whatever and now fans have come to the rescue and said you know what because we support you here's a hundred grand for an organization you love and a great organization so I love the way this story is turned around
1: I think we do always see the headlines about like the bad apple fans the people that Mm -hmm. go on social media and say really ridiculous things to people who are simply doing their jobs, but this yeah. is a nice surprise and a nice, you know, thing that's going in the other direction because there are plenty of good people out there, and especially when it comes to Bills fans. Haven't they mm-hmm. done something like this in the past where I think it was I think they needed Andy Dalton and somebody to like win a game for them to get to the playoffs? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. They donated to Andy Dalton's charity after yeah. they made it to the playoffs. So, like, Bills have, Bills fans have a great history of being a great fan base, and you could be extremely bitter if you were a fan of the Buffalo Bills, and nobody would fault you, but that really hasn't been the case. There has been plenty of chances or plenty of, you know, instances in which we have seen that fan base really be a good one.
0: Yeah, they really are. And I was reading some of the comments of people who are critical because I just wanted to get angry at humanity. And one guy was like, oh, he literally has one job. I was like, yeah. Tell me a field goal kicker who has hit every kick ever. Tell me a quarterback who has completed every pass ever. Oh, people are so stupid. It makes me so angry. Chelsea, <laughs> let me get out of this hole. I'm going down. And let's talk to someone who is a winner.
2: Here to lay down the law. Very grateful to you, Constable. Thank you, Constable.
0: With her favorite picks for today. is Clark. She fires. <laughs> hey! It's Kate Constable.
2: And may the Schwartz be with you.
0: Oh, yeah. Double D, you did such a good job with this intro. And i got to say, your purple beard, very handsome. Very, very handsome. You know her, you love her. She is the host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. You can check her out across the BetQL network. It is Kate Constable. Kate, good morning. How are you doing? And, oh, I just love that you already have some NFL picks in. What do you do when you get some harassment online or someone says, ooh, you missed that pick, Kate? I listen to you on the Daily Tip, and you, you absolutely blew it. Do you just block them immediately? Do you fire back? Help me be a more mature person.
3: Uh, no, I actually don't block people. I probably should. Like, that's probably the smart thing to mm-hmm. do. Um, I just, I don't know. I just kind of ignore it, which it sounds like smart. easier said than done. It, it certainly is. But my first local TV job, I got so much hate mail, which is like small town Minnesota. What? No one had anything better to do than to tell me how much I sucked And how I only got the job because I was blonde, blah, 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 blah. So I feel like I developed a very thick skin early on in my career. And now it's just like, dude, come on, whatever. Just a waste of my time to even have to read that stuff. Um, but it doesn't really get to me like it it used to. So I do feel for Tyler Bass. Like after he missed that kick, the first thing I said was like, "Oh gosh, this guy's gonna yeah. be getting death threats and all sorts of things." Like that's a terrible position for him to be in. So I do feel for him. I I will never. And if I ever do this, if you guys ever see me do this, please call me out. Like I'm never gonna like put someone down on social media or bash them or tell them I like. I don't understand how people sit. Behind their screens and do that, like that. You have to be kind of psychotic to be someone who does that, right? Yes,
0: yes. Well,
1: you just don't view the person as a human. Like I think that's the main thing. It is one thing to criticize somebody for not doing their job correctly, but when it comes to like death threats, like this is a person we're talking about. Okay, maybe missed the kick, and that's fine. If you say okay, well, maybe you should have made that. But when you get into the personal territory, that's when it's extremely uncalled for because like he is a professional athlete like we are allowed to say hey you know that's not what he was supposed to do there but you got to draw the line somewhere and I think it you have to draw it when it comes to making personal attacks on athletes that don't know you never will and they Mm -hmm. don't need to all right so let's get to some of these games uh I am looking at your picks for the weekend and I am very intrigued let's start with this Lions and Niners game looks like you are taking the underdogs here In the Lions. And you'll have to do some convincing here because I think Jenks and I are both on the opposite side. So Mm -hmm. convince us.
3: Yeah, I am taking both underdogs this weekend. The Lions, seven is just too many to be laying for the 49ers. Um, The Lions, everyone's arguing like Jared Goff on the road is not great. Sure, you can point to a couple games where he hasn't been great. Baltimore earlier this season, but I mean, who goes into Baltimore and has a ton of success other than possibly Patrick Mahomes on Sunday? Um, But this is going to be a sunny day. In Santa Clara, no weather. I'm not concerned about Jared Goff playing outdoors. So that's not an issue at all. This Lions team is going to be able to run on the 49ers. Their run defense is good. I wouldn't say it's it's able to stop uh, the two-headed monster of David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs that the Lions have. And then I just think Dan Campbell as a coach and like a motivator, he's going to have these guys ready to go. And that's a huge thing. Like does Kyle Shanahan have that same edge or motivation to light a fire under his players? His players are the more veteran group. They're the more experienced group being there, but you put together a a team of uh, so-called underdogs and they are underdogs this weekend and you motivate them and finally have them believing have the entire city believing. I just think, laying a touchdown is too many that's not to say I think um the Lions are going to win this game outright but I think they keep it within this number
0: so Kate let's stick with that game and a prop you're on regarding everyone's favorite Mr. Irrelevant Brock Birdie what do you got
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go over his passing attempts in this one at 29 and a half. Teams have been able to throw all over the Lions. I just mentioned that teams can run or the Lions can run on the um, 49ers. 49ers are gonna be able to throw all over the Lions. Detroit allowed 36 passing attempts to Matthew Stafford, 41 to Baker, ba- Baker Mayfield over these last two weeks. Uh, it's also allowed 32 attempts to opposing quarterbacks in each of its last five regular season games. Purdy's average is under this mark. at He's averaging like just over 27 attempts in the regular season but he did have 37 against uh, the Packers last week and being Detroit's run defense is as good as it is. I think we see more like short kind of dump off screen passes, things like that to Christian McCaffrey to get him involved that way, use him a little bit more as a receiving back. uh, And that's going to lead to this uh, Brock Purdy overpassing attempts, uh, hitting this weekend.
1: Okay. So your next play definitely looks correlated. You know, obviously the game script for you is that the Niners are going to be throwing the ball So it would make Mm -hmm. sense where you look at Christian McCaffrey and you play something where, okay, maybe he's not running the ball enough. So I'm not going to lie. This one makes me a little nervous because Christian McCaffrey has been the cornerstone of that offense. But why do you think maybe they're not relying as heavily on Christian McCaffrey in this game?
3: Yeah. It's not that they're not relying as heavily on McCaffrey in this game, but maybe not so much uh, for the run and so I'm taking McCaffrey under 19 and a half rushing attempts. This is a, a prop that I've targeted uh, against on uh, teams going up against the Lions because the Lions have, are the worst matchup for running backs this season allowing just 61 rushing yards per game only 17 carries a game. It just held Rashad White to nine rushing attempts last week. And I realized that McCaffrey and White are two completely different players. McCaffrey is so much better, but he has stayed under 20 rushing attempts in seven straight games dating back to the regular season. 12 of 13 games overall this year. So he's very efficient when he does get the ball, but he's not blowing into the, the you know, mid 20 attempts. And being, I do think this is going to be a little bit more of a passing game for the 49ers and we'll see McCaffrey used as, as a receiving back. I think maybe that cuts into his carries just a little bit. Um, and so they use him in different ways and not just solely as a runner uh, this weekend. So taking McCaffrey under 19 and a half, rushing attempts.
0: We are talking with Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle, each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Make sure you follow her and be nice to her on Twitter and TikTok because you're going to waste your time. She's not going to pay attention. I want to move to the AFC now. I think I like the Ravens against the Chiefs. I don't want to speak for Chelsea. I think she's leaning Ravens as well, but you are going to make the case for Kansas City and I'm interested to hear your handicap here.
3: Yeah, I think just getting the hook here at three and a half, I have a hard time imagining that this is going to be, you know, a close enough game like this line is anticipating and Patrick Mahomes isn't going to have the ball and a chance to potentially um, win the game or keep it close within the fourth quarter. Like if the, if the, if the Ravens are up by a field or a touchdown, maybe 10, something like that, like you have to imagine that Mahomes is going to drive down the field in the fourth quarter and be able to keep this within a field goal. Or if it is a close game, like Mahomes' game-winning drives, how many has he had? So I just think Patrick Mahomes is the X factor here. He proved, like, going on the road, that's not really an issue. It wasn't last week. Uh, If you look at both of these teams during the regular season, Baltimore is arms and head, whatever that saying is. I don't even know. Um, Head Head and shoulders. shoulders. Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. And knees and toes. (laughs) Arms, legs, stomach, everything. (laughs) Head and shoulders um, above – the, the Chiefs in terms of how they perform during the regular season, but over the last couple of weeks, like the Chiefs have started to put things together. I didn't think the Chiefs' defense was all that impressive against the Bills, but that's what's been carrying it um this season. So this isn't to say that the Ravens aren't gonna win this game. I just don't three and a half to Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback uh that we've seen in quite some time. Also the experience factor here, the Chiefs have been in this situation how many years in a row now? I believe it's six I, that just I can't get over that stuff so I'm taking the Chiefs to keep this one close not quite sure who I think is going to win this game outright I can make a case for both teams
1: yeah that game I think is going to be tough for me to pick but man mm-hmm. Kate I'm looking at the rundown you have a play in the Pistons and the Hornets game yeah. <laughs> might be time to call the <laughs> number Kate what's the play <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, it might, actually, yeah. Uh, I added this one in late, and, you know, we're going to go with it. Detroit has actually been kind of good lately, and I say kind of good as in they've been able to cover spreads. They kept up with the Bucks in two straight games. The Hornets are coming off of a big win over Minnesota, a game they should have lost, and they just traded Terry Rozier, who is, uh, you know, one of their top scorers. So take away that scoring. You have now a healthy Pistons team at home. I mean, the Pistons have won what, four games all season and they're favored in this one. That's gotta tell you something. They could get Cade Cunningham back tonight. I just think if the Pistons can't win this game, uh, they might not win anymore this season. So I was wrong on my last the last time I came in here and said the Pistons are gonna win. Um but I think tonight is actually a spot that they could win and cover. Minus two and a half.
0: Ooh Kate, before we let you go, I'm glad we didn't know if you had seen Double D's Willy Wonka beard or not. So we got about a minute left. Just your take on yeah. Double D in that beautiful violet color. He looks so handsome.
3: Yeah, I can't remember when the last time I saw it, it's got, it got like the handlebars of the, the purple on the outside. Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. David. See, uh, I think <laughs> it's uh, very well done. You must've had a professional dye that because mm-hmm. it, your, your lines are very straight so i give it like a a minus i think i don't really know what would it constitute an a plus but it's it's well done the purple color is you know deep enough where you can actually see it and it stands out so i think it's it's done nicely david
0: thumbs up i gotta say that's some incredible analysis of Double D's beard. Well done, Kate. <laughs> she is host to the Better Angle each Saturday from four to seven in the East. A beard aficionado. Find her on Twitter and TikTok. It is Kate Constable. Kate, we always love talking with you. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. I'll see ya. Hey, Double D said he will gladly take the A minus any day of the week. I just, I gotta get in there. I want to color that one strip just a little bit different. Coming up next year on the show. Oh, it is time to win the people some money. Chelsea and I had a perfect evening last night. Let's see if we can do it again for the people this evening. It is the Daily Tip for BetQL presented by BetMGM.
2: Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM on the BetQL network. Let's get back to the daily tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network.
0: Welcome back. It is the daily tip. Bet QL Presented by Bet MGM. Great to have you with us. I'm Michael J and she is Chelsea Messenger. Turn it up, Double D. Whoa! Words. Yeah, actual lyrics. Fight, That's what I'm talking about. I was expecting a high-end instrumental. Drop the lyrics on us. Love it. It's solid. We got to do that more often. Yeah, got best bets coming your way in moments. Chelsea, what's going on there? nashville i'm glad double d said royalty free i thought that might cost us might have to all chip in a few hundred dollars because we broke some sort of royalty agreement royalty free lyrics didn't cost us a thing what are you doing today what am i missing down there and i was gonna say the south but not the deep south they're in nashville hendersonville and do some more sledding Trips to Lowe's, Home Depot, going to take it easy. Maybe watch six or seven hours of TV like we were talking about. Plop down in front of the couch. Maybe finish Barbie. You got all sorts of options.
1: Well, it's like 55 and raining here today. So, like, not the best of days to be productive. But we are back on track with the activities for my daughter. Like, Tennessee, we don't have snow plows. So, when it snows, everything shuts down. Last week, we didn't have school. We didn't have gymnastics. We didn't have nothing. So I am very excited for my daughter to get back out of the house, you know, today. And gymnastics is starting back today. And let me tell you, we have been watching some of these gymnastics meets that they show on the Mm -hmm. SEC network. I think I'm convinced that these might be the best athletes of any like competitor in any sport. Like, do you see the things they do with their bodies? Like I, I watch Wimby, and I'm like, wow, that's a freak of nature. But do you okay. see how many flips they do in a row? Like ugh, gymnastics confounds me.
0: Okay. Well, I I mean, I am always fascinated by just the mere guts it takes to do gymnastics. Like when I see someone flipping in the air, like what was it that Simone Biles suffered from?
1: The, the twisties? twisties?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her describing that if, if you're thinking, oh, well you get discombobulated when you're in the air. No, 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 no. When you lose your sense of balance or forget where you are in your routine and you're just sort of tumbling aimlessly, there's a possibility you can just land on your neck and paralyze yourself. I know that sounds very, you know, that's that's very morbid. But it's a real thing. I mean, imagine just being in the air and not having any sense of where you are. So it takes a lot of guts to be, and not just in that, but in other elements of gymnastics as well. But you have to be a crazy good athlete and also have to have some sort of fearlessness.
1: Yeah. Have you tried to attempt a cartwheel lately? Like I was trying to do one and (laughs) I think I pulled my groin. Like you're like, oh, a cartwheel, (laughs) easy. You know, they're doing three flips in a row. I can at least do a cartwheel, right? I was a division one athlete. Oh, that's hard. Like it's way harder cartwheel. than it looks. I will say that. When's yes. the last time you did cartwheel?
0: I, I'm going to try one today. I've got a little room okay. in the living room. I'm going to see the lovely Catherine will be at work today. She's not working from home today. She has an appointment after work. I'm not going to see her until tomorrow. That sucks. But whatever. Anyway, I've cartwheels. got some time to myself. So I'm going to do cartwheel. You can I'm practice and show cartwheel. her. I'm doing, I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll set up my phone in the corner and see if i can show it to you guys god watch me like kick out a window and like cut my foot open i think i can find a place to do it i'm gonna try today that is my goal for today i got one goal forget working out it's cartwheel day and if i'm feeling frisky i might do two one i can't do it the other way i was thinking i'd do it i'm like dude (laughs) what are you talking about i can only do cartwheel one way this way to my left so i'm gonna try that when i get home see how it goes yeah I can't believe you asked me when is the last time you did a cartwheel because it's been, I would say, 30 years easy.
1: But that's the thing about, like, great athletes. They make stuff look so easy. Like when you watch basketball and then you actually go to play basketball and I'm like, oh, I can touch the bottom of the net. Boy, can I not touch (laughs) the bottom of the net. And my feet leave the ground for, you know, a few inches. I'm like, oh, you know, Zion can barely, you know, these guys can barely jump. They ain't got no bunnies. And they're like, wow, I can't (sighs) touch the bottom of the net. So maybe I need to be quiet.
0: (laughs) Well, we'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot and I'll let you know how it goes tomorrow. If I make it back tomorrow. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus Weekly Guest, we'll talk to the guys about the NFC and AFC Championship games. And if you miss BetQL's Lucy Verge and why she is on the Lions this weekend, take a wild guess. All you have to do is download and subscribe to our podcast. Just download the daily tip wherever you find your pods. All right, let's get to it. And last night we went through a no. Let's do it again. Time to place your bets. Okay, Chelsea, we're all depending on you. What do you have to do?
1: Well, not as much as we are depending on you to do a, a cartwheel, clearly. Uh, All right, so best bet of the day for me is going to be in college hoops. I'm going to be on James Madison on the road, laying the seven and a half. Yes, it can be scary to lay points on the road, but this is a very solid James Madison team. If you've been following the mid-majors, you've heard of them. In the latest mid-major poll, they are sitting at number seven in the nation. This is also a team that's been really good overall, 16-2, and and also even better at covering the numbers when they are away from home. A five-and-one record against the spread when playing away then you look at old dominion who are they are facing today not a team that's been covering many numbers four and 14 against the spread this year and in the last 10 games i was looking i said to myself okay seven and a half is a lot of points do they perform well in this situation in the last 10 games they have gotten uh seven points they've gotten 14 points they've gotten nine points they didn't cover in any of those games. So I'm going to go with James Madison, a very good offensive team. In fact, one of the better offensive teams uh, in the mid-majors, ranking in the top 100 in effective field goal percentage and adjusted efficiency on the offensive end. So let's go James Madison laying the 7.5. Kim Palm has this game at 10. So let's do it. Let's hope James Madison can win by at least 8 points.
0: Let's go you know I'm going back to the ice. Canucks three-way money line. Minus 130 hosting the Blues. I love this pick. Knucks have been crushing it recently, playing their best hockey of the season. They are 8-1-1 in their last 10. They averaged 3.79 goals per game. They had the ninth-ranked power play in the NHL. They have been dynamite. Tonight, they host a... eh. Blues team that is on the back end of a back-to-back, going from Calgary to Vancouver. The Blues average less than three goals per game in this spot, and I think they're going to have their backup net minder between the pipes tonight in Joel Hofer. Hofer, who cares? He's lost three straight. It's going to be four straight after tonight. Nucks, three-way money line. If you like the puck line as well, not a bad pick. I'm going three-way money line, minus 130.
1: Ooh, the Nucks. I wonder if they play Knuck If You Buck during their games. I wonder if they've heard of that well, song. I, I, Have you heard well, of Knuck If You Buck? I
0: don't think I know that. No. Really?
1: No, oh, Nuck man. You You've got to listen to that after the show. Three, six Mafia, I believe. Nuck If You Buck. Please listen to it. Give it I'll a listen. That. All right. Hey, April, it's time to bring you in and see if you like our plays today.
0: Let us gaze upon the glorious magic eight ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters?
1: <laughs> I want to say there is a member of the 3 6 Mafia that's eight ball. I think it's eight ball and MJG. I need to see if that's actually true. Oh, but eight ball, you know, speaking of rappers and speaking of you, let's get our picks today. All right, so I'm on James Madison at minus seven, seven and a half at Old Dominion. Eight ball, do we like it? Don't count on it. Great. Uh, maybe did not like that reference. All right, so how about Jakes' play? We're going to go Canucks three-way money line. The nooks if you book. Eight ball says yes. Short, sweet, and to the point.
0: Oh, okay. Well, very good, eight ball. If you want to check out the eight ball, each and every show on the BetQL Network, it is twitch.tv slash BetQL. What else you on?
1: Alright, so next up, we're going to go to Troy. This line has moved within the last hour. Had him 7.5, now it's 8.5, and, and I think it's because we are seeing a lot of money come in on the Trojans. So far this season, Troy undefeated against the spread at home. A perfect 8-0. and o. They've been great as favorites. 7-2 ATS, and a team that is great at offensive rebounding, and a team that ranks in the top 80 when it comes to 3-point percentage. A great offensive team. They've been fantastic at home. Texas State, 4-6 and six ATS as a dog. Let's go with Troy laying the eight and a half.
0: Alright, it is time for your BetQL five-star best bet. And that means donkster time. Tell us what you're thinking there, donkster. Jessa, <laughs> sometimes I get comments on social media too. The most recent DM I got says this. Hey, Donkster, I'm in China and I like your shiny coat. Please send me $300 and we can date. So now I have a girlfriend. Oh, God. Donkster, you're being duped. That's not true. Okay. Blackhawks at Kraken, under five and a hook, Tulane, to the green wave, minus six at Utsa. It, it, oh, no, it's UTSA. Let's find out what's coming up on Backyard Daily, and bringing our friend Aaron Hawksford. Good morning, Aaron. How are you?
3: Well, sad now that I hear that the dogster has a girlfriend. I thought, like, oh. Oh, cheating on me,
1: <laughs> right?
3: Well, yeah. you got Sweet like on two Aaron weeks. For a while. Valentine's Day is it. like three weeks away.
1: You gotta, you gotta step it up, Aaron. <laughs>
3: I wonder if the dogster likes snuck a few buck. I'm with you, Chelsea. That song is- To jam. Always gets me in a good mood. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: we knocking and bucking and ready to fight. <laughs> I think I know that <laughs> oh whole God. verse. Like me and eighth <laughs> grade was jamming- <laughs> To knock a few bucks. Jenks, you got to listen to it and listen to the female part. It's awesome.
3: It came. Yeah, the female part. So they used to play it before games uh, for the commanders. I don't know if they still do. I haven't been to a game in a minute, but that was one of their go-to songs.
0: Well, Chelsea, now now you're going to do an impression of Donkey Doo, and you're going to rap on the air. So the list is growing here. Aaron, thank you. Have a great show. We're done for this edition of The Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM, where we're knocking and bucking She's wait, Chelsea. Wait, 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 I'm James wait. for the entire crew. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow.
2: You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.